Hi everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're in Jeremiah again. We're in chapter 7, 8, and 9 today. Um, Some interesting themes that we are seeing across these chapters as Jeremiah is still like fleshing out and explaining the evil that is within the land of Judah uh, and Jerusalem. But it's so crazy how many times I heard the same um, language used over and over again. So I counted, there are like roughly 13 times uh, where there is reference of deceptive words or deceit or lying uh, throughout the chapter, which is so interesting to me because I feel like we've known that they have struggled with other gods. We've known that they have struggled with evil worship and just like weird things that come out of that. Uh, But I think it's very interesting and very telling that this idea of lying or this concept of lying was so prominent that it was mentioned so many times. I think we'll like really kind of flesh out today how truth and speaking truth is also 100% important and I think sometimes overlooked in our daily life. Uh, one of the the lead deceptive lies, this is just extra credit interesting. So chapter seven, um, right when I start the reading, stick around, read for yourself or stick around, listen to us read. Um, you'll notice in verse four, it says, do not trust in these deceptive words. This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. <laughs> so it, it's kind of a weird, repetitious, um, I don't know, like chant, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the lie that was being taught, one of them, there were many, but one of them was the temple of the Lord is in Jerusalem. Like God is not going to destroy Jerusalem. God is not going to destroy the temple because he literally lives over there. God will not destroy his own house because he lives here. And basically God is saying like, Hey, I actually am going to destroy all of this because I don't need a house and you are a deceptive people. And you need to stop listening to lies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like they lie to each other, but they also like feel so invincible that they can like lie to God because their their trust and their hope is within the temple too. Um, I think there's that tension there that that God is addressing that you're trusting in the temple and not me. You're also lying about the the offerings that you're bringing, the sacrifices that you're making, and it's you're not fooling me. I know your deception. I wonder if there is applicable, comparable times in our lives right. when we can, we like take faith or we take, I don't know, security from like the vestiges of faith and not the faith itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Those like super fleeting things that don't yeah, matter. Yeah. Cause it seems like, I don't know. I read this and I'm like, how foolish could they be to think that the temple protected them from God? God doesn't need a temple, but that is what they thought. But I wonder like what the modern equivalent is when we are trusting in things that are like related to God, but aren't God. What's really weird in church, I think today and we are, we're definitely kind of bouncing around from churches right now. We're trying to figure out where we're landing. Um, And something we notice often is like this idea of like fame. It's very strange. So like once you start putting in like weird things where God belongs, It's like you feel – it's kind of like what we talked about the other day too. You feel like you're doing the right thing, but you're like actually deceiving yourself. And God sees it. Like God is not dumb to this. This is nothing new under the sun. And it's 
very obvious. Uh, but this idea of being known and being famous and all these things are just like, I think, really sickening and poisoning the church today. Um, and this is not just like a one one instance thing for us. And like, <laughs> we've like traveled around for maybe, a, I don't know, five or six weeks. And it just seems like this weird, this weird sickness that is within church. And I think I can't help but think of some of that when I'm reading through this. Yeah. I mean, we, we want to be careful that we don't worship something that looks like God or seems like God. Ourselves. <laughs> but is definitely not God. Yeah. Um, so that would be one of the, the lead lies that mm-hmm, was believed mm-hmm. in Jeremiah because it was like, Jeremiah, stop it. The temple's right over there. Like, God's not going to come after us. He's not going to destroy his own house. Right. Uh, but something interesting, too, I read or as you were reading, I suppose, in the first couple verses of chapter seven, there's almost this like recipe for what it actually looks like to obey God and his commands. Uh, And I actually really appreciated that. So on verse five of chapter seven, it says, amend your ways. If you were actually going to amend your ways, um, you need to execute justice with one another. And I think that's where that deception comes in, um, recognizing it. If you do not oppress the sojourner, the fatherless, or the widow, or shed innocent blood, and if you do not go after other gods, then I will dwell in this place. Um, So there's like these things that seem so obvious, um, but like taking care of people and remembering to like, don't, don't add deceit to the mix of, of your daily walk with the Lord. You're not fooling him. You're not fooling anyone uh, when you try to like make yourself seem better or that you're going through all the right steps or that you are so wonderful that everyone should want to be like like you or do what you say or whatever. Like as soon as you start replacing God in those moments, it's just like, come on, guys. Okay. So here's here's a, another real example in my own life where it's like, ah, oh, shoot, I think I fall into some of this. So So literally what God is saying is, care for widows and orphans, care for, you know, mm-hmm. sojourners, immigrants, whatever you want to call it. Um, look out for those least fortunate. Right. And this was apparently widespread because they were very successful. They were very affluent. They were doing pretty well. And yet there were a lot of people who were poor and destitute among them. And this was a problem. So I think in my own life, sometimes um, I, if, if I give money to a cause that makes me feel like I am caring mm-hmm, for these mm-hmm. groups of people. And I am. Like, I, I really am. But um, it sometimes makes me think that I am making a difference, which I kind of am. But then I ignore people it's on like my own. It's like secondhand difference. And, yes. In my own neighborhood, on my own street. Um, because it's like, well, I know them. It'd be weird if I went over there and talked to them. Or like, I, you know, you're walking down the street and you pass a homeless person. Like, oh, you know. What did he do to deserve that? And I know that these are complex issues, so I don't mean to minimize, minimize them. Um, but I do think that this is this is something that people are bent towards. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you accomplished it, even though it's rampant around you. And that's what's happening in this text. And that's what Jeremiah is speaking out against. Um, really, specifically, the callback is to God's law, because God has explicitly told the people many times to care for these groups of people. Yep. So you can look back in Deuteronomy, you can look back in Leviticus, 
this is how God set up his people to be a culture that cared for these people. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they're not is going to bring judgment upon them. So again, we just, we're seeing this deception throughout these chapters, but something that is really, um, it's like really pressing on my mind. And I think is something that we don't want to be marked with as well. There's a specific verse in chapter seven. It is in verse 28 and it said, and you shall say to them, this is the nation that did not obey the voice of the Lord, their God, and did not accept discipline. Truth has perished. It is cut off from their lips. And that to me is just like, shoot, I do not want to be that generation. I don't want to repeat that type of sin that I am marked or my generation is marked by the fact that we like we gave truth over for a lie in so many ways, whether it's like explicit sin or those weird, annoying, hidden sins that we just think we're fooling everybody. Um, I think that's really, really powerful. Like they are known and marked for that time. God is merciful ultimately and like gives them <laughs> that little remnant one more chance because he is fulfilling a promise. But I... I think that speaks a lot of, a lot of power. Like, whoa, we do not want to fall into those same things. Yeah. So this, this can be a bleak passage. We've, we've already mentioned, I think every single episode on Jeremiah, that Jeremiah was not a popular prophet. People did not like to hear what he says. Yeah. But he's like, I feel like he's very straightforward Oh, he's, and I appreciate that sometimes. He's super straightforward, but imagine this guy shouting in your neighborhood every day. And be like, okay, I get it. You think we're going to be ruined and destroyed. <laughs> like, dude, relax. Um, so I, I've told you before, like, I actually appreciate this book. I like reading this book. But if it feels a little bit overwhelming or if it feels like, wow, this judgy God is too intense. Um, we wrapped up the reading today with chapter 9, um, like verse 23. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let the rich man boast in, let not the rich man boast in his riches, but let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. So basically, like God is reminding the people, like, yeah, this is bleak. There is judgment coming. But when you delight in me, I am happy. I am delighted. So when you boast in me, I am happy. I'm delighted. It's not wrong to be rich. It's not wrong to be wise. It's not wrong to be influential. It's wrong, or it's not wrong to be powerful. Um, it's wrong to take all of your um, peace and comfort and security from those things. Put it in that. Those mm -hmm. things are given to us by God. And so we are supposed to boast and delight in God for allowing us to have those things. And what has happened in Israel and in Judah is that they slowly stopped worshiping God and started worshiping those things instead. And now they're completely deceived. So the thing that we do in our day, the thing that we do in our day-to-day -day walk, this is probably your part for today, is... You know, you don't have to be afraid of the status that you have. You don't have to be scared that you're too rich. You don't have to be scared that you're too strong. Um, just delight in the Lord. And live in a healthy tension of those things, knowing that there is definitely a point where you can you can fall off the, the edge of being too wrapped up in those things. 
And it kind of happens like we were talking before, like all of a sudden you're in this place where it's like you're putting something else in God's space. So thanks for joining us again today. And Jeremiah, we'll be back again with more Jeremiah tomorrow. See you then. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Jeremiah chapter seven, the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all you men of Judah who enter these gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Amend your ways and your deeds, and I will let you dwell in this place. Do not trust in these deceptive words. This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. For if you truly amend your ways and your deeds, if you truly execute justice one with another, if you do not oppress the sojourner, the fatherless, or the widow, or shed innocent blood in this place, And if you do not go after other gods to your own harm, then I will let you dwell in this place, in the land that I gave of old to your fathers forever. Behold, you trust in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, make offerings to Baal, and go after other gods that you have not known, and then come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, We are delivered? only to go on doing all these abominations. Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, I myself have seen it, declares the Lord. Go now to my place that was in Shiloh, where I made my name dwell at first, and see what I did to it because of the evil of my people Israel. And now, because you have done all these things, declares the Lord, and when I spoke to you persistently, you did not listen, and when I called you, you did not answer. Therefore, I will do to the house that is called by my name, and in which you trust, and to the place that I gave to you and your fathers, as I did to Shiloh. And I will cast you out of my sight, as I cast out all of your kinsmen, all the offspring of Ephraim. As for now, do not pray for this people, or lift up a cry or prayer for them, and do not intercede with me, for I will not hear you. Do you not see what they are doing in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood. The fathers kindle fire, and the women knead dough, to make cakes for the queen of heaven. And they pour out drink offerings to other gods, to provoke me to anger. Is it I whom they provoke, declares the Lord? Is it not themselves, to their own shame? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, my anger and my wrath will be poured out on this place, upon man and beast, upon the trees of the field and the fruit of the ground. It will burn and not be quenched. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Add your burnt offerings to your sacrifices, and eat the flesh. For in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, I did not speak to your fathers or command them concerning burnt offerings and sacrifices. But this command I gave them, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you shall be my people, and walk in the way that I command you, that it may be well with you. But they did not obey or incline their ear, but walked in their own counsels and stubbornness of their evil hearts, and went backward and not forward. From the day that your fathers came out of the land of Egypt to this day, I have persistently sent all my servants, the prophets, to them day after day. Yet they did not listen to me or incline their ear, but stiffened their neck. They did worse than their fathers. 
So you shall speak all these words to them, but they will not listen to you. You shall call to them, but they will not answer you. And you shall say to them, This is the nation that did not obey the voice of the Lord their God, and did not accept discipline. Truth has perished. It is cut off from their lips. Cut off your hair and cast it away. Raise a lamentation on the bare heights, for the Lord has rejected and forsaken the generation of his wrath. For the sons of Judah have done evil in my sight, declares the Lord. They have set their detestable things in the house that is called by my name to defile it. And they have built the high places of Topheth, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, which I did not command, nor did it come into my mind. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when it will no more be called Topheth, or the valley of the son of Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter. For they will bury in Topheth, because there is no room elsewhere. And the dead bodies of this people will be food for the birds of the air and for the beasts of the earth, and none will frighten them away. And I will silence in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, for the land shall become a waste. Chapter 8 At that time, declares the Lord, the bones of the kings of Judah, the bones of its officials, the bones of the priests, the bones of the prophets, and the bones of the inhabitants of Jerusalem shall be brought out of their tombs. And they shall be spread before the sun and the moon and all the host of heaven, which they have loved and served, which they have gone after and which they have sought and worshipped. And they shall not be gathered or buried. They shall be as dung on the surface of the ground. Death shall be preferred to life by all the remnant that remains of this evil family in all the places where I have driven them, declares the Lord of hosts. You shall say to them, thus says the Lord, when men fall, do they not rise again? If one turns away, does he not return? Why then has this people turned away in perpetual backsliding? They hold fast to deceit. They refuse to return. I have paid attention and listened, but they have not spoken rightly. No man relents of his evil, saying, What have I done? Everyone turns to his own course, like a horse, plunging headlong into battle. Even the stork in the heavens knows her times. And the turtle dove, swallow, and crane keep the time of their coming. But my people know not the rules of the Lord. How can you say we are wise, and the law of the Lord is with us? But behold, a lying pen of scribes had made it into a lie. The wise men shall be put to shame. They shall be dismayed and taken. Behold, they have rejected the word of the Lord. So what wisdom is in them? Therefore... I will give their wives to others, and their fields to conquerors, because from the least to the greatest, everyone is greedy for unjust gain. From the prophet to the priest, everyone deals falsely. They have healed the wound of my people lightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they committed abomination? No, they were not at all ashamed. They did not know how to blush. Therefore they shall fall among the fallen when I punish them. They shall be overthrown, says the Lord. When I would gather them, declares the Lord, there are no grapes on the vine, nor figs on the fig tree, even the leaves are withered, and what I gave them has passed away for them. Why do we sit still, gather together, let us go into the fortified cities and perish there? For the Lord our God has doomed us to perish, and has given us poisoned water to drink, because we have sinned against the Lord. We looked for peace, but no good came. For a time of healing, but behold, terror. 
The snorting of other horses is heard from Dan. At the sound of the neighing of their stallions, the whole land quakes. They come and devour the land and all that fills it, the city and those who dwell in it. For behold, I am sending among you serpents, adders that cannot be charmed, and they shall bite you, declares the Lord. My joy is gone. Grief is upon me. My heart is sick within me. Behold the cry of the daughter of my people from the length and breadth of the land. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is her king not in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their carved images and with their foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the wound of the daughter of my people is my heart wounded. I mourn, and dismay has taken hold of me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then has the health of the daughter of my people not been restored? Chapter 9 Oh, that my head were waters, and my eyes a fountain of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. Oh, that I had in the desert a traveler's lodging place, that I might leave my people and go away from them. For they are all adulterers, a company of treacherous men. They bend their tongue like a bow. Falsehood and not truth has grown strong in the land. For they proceed from evil to evil, and they do not know me, declares the Lord. Let everyone beware of his neighbor, and put no trust in any brother. For every brother is a deceiver, and every neighbor goes about as a slanderer. Everyone deceives his neighbor, and no one speaks the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves committing iniquity, heaping oppression upon oppression and deceit upon deceit. They refuse to know me, declares the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will refine them and test them. For what else can I do because of my people? Their tongue is a deadly arrow. It speaks deceitfully. With his mouth each speaks peace to his neighbor, but in his heart he plans an ambush for him. Shall I not punish them for these things, declares the Lord? And shall I not avenge myself on a nation such as this? I will take up weeping and wailing for the mountains, and a lamentation for the pastures of the wilderness, because they are laid waste so that no one passes through, and the lowing of cattle is not heard. Both the birds of the air and the beasts have fled and are gone. I will make Jerusalem a heap of ruins, a lair of jackals, and I will make the cities of Judah a desolation without inhabitant. Who is the man so wise that he can understand this? To whom has the mouth of the Lord spoken that he may declare it? Why is the land ruined and laid waste like a wilderness so that no one passes through? And the Lord says, Because they have forsaken my law that I set before them, and they have not obeyed my voice or walked in accord with it but have stubbornly followed their own hearts and have gone after the Baals as their fathers taught them. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will feed this people with bitter food and give them poisonous water to drink. I will scatter them among the nations whom neither they they nor their fathers have known, and I will send the sword after them until I have consumed them. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Consider and call for the mourning women to come. Send for the skillful women to come. Let them make haste and raise a wailing over us, that our eyes may run down with tears and our eyelids flow with water. For a sound of wailing is heard from Zion. How we are ruined, we are utterly shamed, because we have left the land, because they have cast down our dwellings. Hear, O women, the word of the Lord, and let your ear receive the word of his mouth. Teach to your daughters a lament, and each to her neighbor a dirge. For death has come up into our windows, it has entered our palaces cutting off the children from the streets and the young men from the squares. Speak, thus declares the Lord, the dead bodies of men shall fall like dung upon the field, 
like sheaves after the reaper, and none shall gather them. Thus says the Lord, Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom, let not the mighty man boast in his might, let not the rich man boast in his riches, but let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will punish all those who are circumcised merely in the flesh, Egypt, Judah, Edom, the sons of Amnon, Moab, and all who dwell in the desert, who cut the corners of their hair. For all these nations are uncircumcised, and all their house of Israel are uncircumcised in heart. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.